It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob. There are so many great stories when it comes to the Miami Marlins this year. This is the top wildcard team right now as we sit here, 47 wins, as we sit here, four in a row, as we sit here, just a fantastic, fantastic story. Uh, And leader of the pack of all these teams with lower budgets, lower expectations, yet doing really, really well. Look at, I mean, the wild card right now, Marlins, Giants. Yeah, the Dodgers are number three, but right behind them, you know, you have the Cubs are in it. And, of course, Arizona, the top, top of the division, and Cincinnati, we know about their story. Well, the Marlins, some great moves across the board. Maybe no better move they made right before spring training than A.J. Puck. Getting A.J. Puck from the Oakland A's for J.J. Blade. And it was really like an under-the-radar fascinating trade because you had A.J. Puck, sixth overall selection in the 2016 draft out of University of Florida, traded for the fourth overall selection in the 2019 draft. So I don't think this got enough notoriety. And what were the Marlins doing? This was a guy, A.J. Puck, who as he explains, was slotted just to become a starter in the Oakland rotation. Um, you know, had already had some bumps in the road in terms of his progression with Oakland. So the Marlins trade for him, and boom, you're going to be a reliever, and the next thing you know, he's closer. And as we sit here right now, 12 saves. And as we sit here right now, okay, you know, maybe a, a long shot to make the all-star team, but we'll say it, make, put him on the all-star team. This is a guy, you go to his baseball savant page, a lot of red, a lot of 90 percentile. Extension, 97%. Average exit velocity, 90%. Hard hit rate, 92%. Barrel rate, 95%. Expected slugging, 92%. 
Walk rate, 97%. I mean, they have found a closer in A.J. Puck. So I thought it was great to talk to A.J. A.J. was nice enough to sit down. And we talked about what the path that he took from being that sixth overall pick, the path that he has taken since being traded, what it's like to get traded, and, of course, a little bit of Gator talk considering the Gators were just in the last game of the season. That would be the final game of the College World Series. How does his team, which when he rattles off the names of the teams that he was on or the, the team that he was on in Florida, the names that were on those teams, oh, my goodness. So would this team have beaten, beaten that team? And would that have beaten the Zanino year team? All right, anyway, it's good to sit down with A.J. Puck. He's having a great year. He's a great story. Here you go. Here's A.J. First of all, thanks for joining. Um, AJ, I ask this question of everybody when we come on. There's no wrong answers. Why isn't baseball boring? Why isn't? No, no wrong answers. We've asked commissioner, GMs, players, <laughs> actors. Yeah, I mean, well, I think there's always action. You guys, you got guys throwing 100 miles an hour almost every pitch. So I mean, how could it not be boring? Well, that's because you, know? you can. Yeah, well, I mean, always action. You got hitters, always put the ball in play. Now we got the the pitch clock, so everything's faster. So, I mean, it's different, to, right? Yeah, it definitely is different. I mean, I asked this, uh, talking to Josh Hader about this in Kenley, about as a closer, as a reliever with a pitch clock, it's different. Like, yeah. it, it's, I think it's more different for you guys maybe than anybody, right? Yeah. Does it feel that way? Because, like, because we're talking about the key moments of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, when... When it's a close ball game, you got guys in scoring position. You know, there's times where you just want to step off, take your time, and you know, just collect your thoughts and uh, make sure you execute the pitch. But uh, now it's just kind of just get the ball and go. Have you as was that? Have you gotten used to that yet? Uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't too big of an adjustment, you know, especially going through spring training with it. Yeah, but spring training is Jupiter is a lot different than you know, yeah. the, like the, with the game on the line. Yeah, know. yeah, definitely. But I mean. So the same, you know, it kind of gets your, your new routine down. You get the ball, get on the rubber. You got you know? it. So, yeah, so that's kind of all right. Used to all right. Um, all right. So, two things that I have never done I've never been drafted in the major league, the major league baseball. You have, congratulations. No, thank you. Number seven overall. <laughs> yeah. Number seven or six. 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 Oh, sorry. That's My right. apologies. Fraction was seven on the team. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. So, um, let's start there. Uh, this is coming up. And I've again, I've asked a few different guys. I had Mickey Moniak on. It was what? What was it? What year was you? Yeah, sixteen. Was 16 same year, same year yeah. right? So, uh, did you cross paths with him at all? Or? Uh, I haven't yet. Just okay. playing against him. That's about okay. It. Well, he was obviously like he was great because I'm happy he's doing really well now. Yeah. But there is a road, man. It's when you there is something to be said for being drafted, whether it's first or six or whatever. That's a great thing. But then you're drafted first or six, yeah. and you're like, okay, now I got. That was a whole new ball game. Looking back at it, was it what you expected? Uh, like the draft wise? Or? Well, just like when you when you get drafted, you probably think, "Here you go, yeah. professional baseball player. I'm going to be a major leaguer." Yeah. You know, was it what you expected in that sense? Because everyone, yeah, everyone I mean, is patting you on the back like you're awesome, you're awesome, you're oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I definitely knew that. I mean, you got to put your time in the minor leagues. There's only a select few guys that get drafted and are up the same year, you know. 
I mean, I knew that uh, there's things I still want to work on to get better, so I know I could go up there and you know compete at the major level. So I mean, it was kind of for me. I kind of just knew that. Yeah, I mean, spend a couple years in minors and they get called up and get called up. So I mean, that was it. That was my press or anything. So but was it different than you thought, though? I mean, you knew it, but still, how old were you? Uh, I was 21. I mean, no, I mean, I had. I mean, I've known a couple guys that uh, that got drafted and we just talk to them. They would tell you about the mountain league process and everything. So you you had a good, an idea anyway. Yeah, I had a pretty decent idea for sure. So now, what would what advice would you give? You have some Florida guys. Yeah. Who, I mean. They might actually get even drafted before number six. Yeah, they got yeah. some big guys. Right? Yeah. If you if they were here, here they come. They're, they're they're hanging out here at the park. They get the draft coming up. What advice would you give them? I'll tell them it doesn't matter if you go first or last. You know, everyone you can get the same for the most part the same opportunities. You just got to worry about uh, just getting better every day and uh, work on the things they need to work on, and everything will take care of itself. Is it is it when you're a, when you're a big dog in college? You know, and is it, is it is it hard to go from that, go from big dog in college, number six pick, and then now you're riding the buses? I've heard this from other guys too, yeah. playing on bad fields and everything else. You, you tell yourself you want to go through the process, but is that tough at all? Uh, I mean, I mean for me it wasn't. I mean I was kind of there's some ballparks like uh, going from SEC ballparks yeah. to, the, to the New York Penn League ballparks and. Uh, but, I mean, it's all fun. I mean, just you get to learn new guys, become get friends with a lot of new guys, and just uh, go and play. So I mean, I've always I've always enjoyed it. How does having gone through Florida? How does this is really a recruiting pitch for your alma mater? If you like, I don't know if you want it or not. But how would you say that that program helped you get you ready? Like because like again, these guys are coming up. And, yeah, I mean, from my experience at Florida, it was just the group of players that we have there, all the talent. Uh, you know, you can see that, I mean, that's just one school. I mean, there's a bunch of talent in baseball out there. So, I mean, I just think just being around, just guys want to get better every day and uh, want to keep improving and play the next level. That's the, and the SEC know. is pretty good. Yeah, no, they've got tons of talent. <laughs> Which is better, SEC or, or like the first, when you got the, out of the SEC, maybe this is a stupid question, but it just popped in my head. Yeah. Which is better, is it that or when you first start playing pro ball? Oh, I mean, yeah, I'd say the, I mean, they always say kind of like the SEC compares like double-A talent, okay. say, but I mean, I'd say some teams in double-A, uh, but I mean, there's a lot of, there's some double-A teams I think would smoke a lot of. Really? Yeah. You were that good, I, mean, huh? I think, uh, no, I'm saying like the double-A teams would beat a lot of be. SEC teams. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think, I feel like the SEC, they, they got like a couple guys, but I mean, there's dudes. Double A, they roll out mid nineties guys from from from, uh, yeah. <laughs> from pitch one to the last pitch of the game. It's so, it's different. Yeah, so I mean, I would say probably like more like my high. I would say. All right, but that's still pretty good. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, yeah, no, the town is is pretty legit, and, and like I'm saying, it's just always from when I was at Florida, like our team was just so good that it was really. Just fun yeah. Who else was on that team? I mean, we had well, my junior year. I mean, we had uh, my Pete Alonzo, uh, uh, Jonathan India, Dane Dunning, Alex Fido, Brady Singer, uh, Jackson Kowalk, um, Buddy Reed, uh, you, I mean, JJ Schwartz, who was... <laughs> if you literally took that team right now, 
you would be like in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was trying, man, the year before, I mean, we had Harrison Bader, okay. Tuar, and, uh, you know, Taylor Gushu, uh, Justin Schaefer, he made it up. Uh, yeah, I'm saying we just had just my three years there, there's a ton of just big That's talent. crazy. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, I think that, I forgot what the stat was, but at some point it was like, I think it was 19 or 21, I can't remember. There was, I think it was 21. We had like, there's like 15 guys from the, those teams up in the big leagues at the same oh, time. Macro. Yeah, somewhere like that. What, uh, so when you watch this run they had, is it, I mean, I don't and again, you would know better than I. It was it that it's like, it, obviously they're a good team. But your run, your run was it like that? That is the most talent that we've ever seen in college. And this was maybe they hit the sweet spot. Obviously they have really good players. Yeah. I mean, I, what was your perception of like this team? I guess. Yeah, I mean they got studs all over the field. I mean, it was kind of like when we were coming through. We're like, oh, who would win? Like the the Mike Zanina era. Those guys are us. A couple years later, we always thought like, oh, what team would be better if we faced off? And you know what I'm saying, I mean, it's just every year it seemed they seemed like. All right, could be the best era. Could be yeah, like, okay, this, knows, let's yeah. do. This do the Mike Zanino, the uh, AJ yeah, Puck, like Aaron Johnson on that team oh, too. Uh, friend, of the, of friend, of, friend of the podcast, yeah, yeah. yeah they have a, I'm saying a bunch, a bunch of dudes on that team. So I mean, even when we were going through, like, oh, I wonder if we'd beat those guys that went to college roots like three years in a row. And uh, I'm saying it's cool. I mean, it's cool seeing those guys experience that. Cause it's definitely a fun time. Yeah. Who does Lineford remind you of? Yeah, I mean, I mean. There's really only one guy in the in the big leagues, I guess, pitching and hitting Otani. So I guess he's the, the Otani college baseball right now. He, uh, we had it was 33 home runs, uh, throwing 99. So think you could do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, time will tell. I mean, it's definitely. I don't, I don't know how Otani does it. To be honest, oh, right, well, we, none, 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 <laughs> none of us know how Otani does it. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It'd be cool if uh, I'm sure he'll get the opportunity. Oh, you think so? I mean, I'm sure there's some team in the minor leagues will do both and just let it. Maybe just pitching takes off and just yeah. stumbles or something. But like you said, when I say you think he can do it, it's like we, you know, we all see guys. Usually, the best player in high school, for instance, right? Yeah. They're a pitcher and they hit or whatever. And then even in college sometimes. But there are some guys who are like, that guy's different. Maybe I might be able to do it. Yeah, I mean, he's been, he's elite right now, in, like I said, in the SEC. So I think why not give him a shot to see Sure. Um, and another thing I've never been, I've never been traded. What's it like to be traded? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a, was a pretty cool experience. And I wasn't expecting it at all. It was just from... Uh, it was late in the year, man. Yeah, it was late. It was a couple days before spring training. So I, mean, I was just preparing all offseason to be an A and just get ready for that team. And then traded and then had to learn uh, or learn the whole new team and come over but I mean, it was just how I mean was it did it hit what you how you thought it would hit everything hits different like you hear yeah well, I mean it was kind of because I I was good buddies with uh, Lizardo yeah Luis Lizardo and he he texted me a couple days before actually and he was like oh hey like they're asking about you I was like oh I'm not gonna so I'm not gonna get my hopes up to get traded or anything like that and uh and then legit next day I got traded isn't that weird how that happens but yeah. it's true they gotta do the research right yeah no for sure and it was kinda <laughs> they definitely definitely fun and you know happy I'm here as a model where were you when you found out I was uh I was actually in Arizona uh, just got done unpacking all my stuff for spring training and uh 
Yeah. Man, at least you didn't get on the plane. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, that's what. Uh, I mean, I was already there in AZ. Oh yeah. Unpacked everything. Oh okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, into my rental for the for spring training. And, and who uh, called you? Uh, the A's GM called me first, too, yeah. and then uh, yeah. then Kim called me from the Marlins. Okay. Then, then I talked to Skip. Yeah. Because it's one of these things where you, like, you appreciate, I think, that someone wants you, but you also have, you're, you're your guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, I mean, being A my whole career, and you know, I got a lot of good buddies over there, and, and uh, so, I mean, it was kind of... You know, tough seeing uh, not being able to play with them again. But uh, yeah. you know, I'm sure, I mean, who knows what the really career leads to. Maybe play some of the guys later down the road or what. But, it's worked out pretty well, man. Like, Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely fun being on this team. Uh, you know, very competitive. I know we got a good chance to do something special. Did you do, any, did you do anything? That's another thing where teams will fire you and like, be like, oh, we can tweak this or tweak that or do this. or th-. Maybe they just like you as you are, yeah. which is always nice. And but is there anything that you came here and did a little bit even a little bit different? Uh, no, I mean everything's been about the same. You know, they kind of just uh, you know they left me alone for the most part. Just kind of because actually, I mean I changed up all my because the A's told me I was have a chance to start. So I was gonna, oh for this year, yeah, for this year. Oh wow. Okay. And, uh, so the whole offseason I was preparing to start, and then uh, I kind of changed up my pitching arsenal, like different pitches and everything. So I kind of came over here. Showed them like what I was working on, and uh, we kind of just pick and choose which one. Uh, and they, they just said right away, "This is how you, we see you," like out of the gate. Uh, yeah, I mean, I knew when I was when I was gonna get traded for a bullpen role. Okay. From uh, just because all 2022, I was in the bullpen. Yeah. And, I mean, the starters here are. are uh, when you can trade a Pablo Lopez. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. We got probably one of the best starting pitchers in, in all of uh That's crazy. Uh, you guys are crazy pitching staff. I just want to say that. You yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> the, yeah, cool. Did you see the Oakland? I mean, looking at the uh, from afar, if you see your buddies, the Oakland stuff for you must be hard because you grew up in A, right? Like just to see like... Oh, yeah, I mean, it definitely, you know, kind of sucks seeing where they're at, you know, just like the, the fan base moving to Vegas now, and, uh, you know, and definitely like the, the players going through it, just sitting there and having to deal with all the different media stuff with it, but, you know, it is what it is, you know, hopefully when they move to Vegas, you know, it'll be a good situation. Did you watch the, the what do you call it, the reverse boycott thing? Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw some videos on, on, like, social media. Yeah, that must make you feel good, I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, they have more than two thousand people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they definitely you know when, when they get fans, it's it's, it's, it's an amazing atmosphere. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. You're gonna make the All Star team. Let yeah. it be said. Let it be said. <laughs> All right, All right. Thank you. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I. Uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.